Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis Symphony Orchestra is in the midst of its first season with music director Stefan Deneuve at the helm. But the organization is already looking ahead. Earlier this week, the symphony announced the lineup for Deneuve's second season. That kicks off this fall. And it has a theme. Women. Here to discuss what's on the bill and why is music director Stefan Deneuve. Stefan, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Now, your second season takes as its theme, quote, music inspired by and written by women. What made you settle on that? You know, the world is changing, and uh, I think it's good to celebrate sometimes when it's changing for better. And uh, I love the history of our second oldest orchestra in the country, the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, and uh, analyzing actually its past, I noticed we have been leading the, the way, you know, we are certainly uh, one of the first, possibly the first uh, major American orchestra to be comprised more of female musicians uh, hmm. than male musicians, the majority. And, um, uh, and we have had also uh, the, the first principal brass uh, player uh, being also a woman, Susan Slaughter. And, and I'm so pleased by that. We have our CEO, is a, Marianne Bernard, uh, is a woman, our uh, uh, resident conductor, Gemma uh, New. And, and, and this is wonderful because the, the world is changing for the better. There are more uh, female composers today and, uh, um, and more female conductors. And I thought I would like to actually create a dialogue about this history and try to celebrate, of course, this positive change, but also engage it to what we can do to actually um, uh, just emphasize it and make it better. And, and, and so just um, um, it was a, a way for me to engage a, a dialogue. And of course, it is a, a season that will focus on, on some pieces that were inspired by female historical figure, etc. But um, it's only a beginning for me. And it's for me, it's a new standard. And it's just to say, we celebrate a kind of uh, year zero of a new world. So you open the season very fittingly with Fanfare for the Uncommon Woman number one. And this is a piece that wasn't just inspired by a woman, it was written by one. That's former St. Louis Symphony Orchestra composer in residence, Joan Tower. Tell us a little bit about her. Well, she she indeed uh, has a, a prominent position in St. Louis because Leonard Slatkin, my predecessor, uh, made a composer in residence. And uh, she is one of uh, the, the, the first uh, w- woman composer uh, to really uh, have been established uh, 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 in the landscape of composer and uh, and and in a, in a time where I'm afraid it was still really an exception and still a time where you had to uh, to fight your own way there and and uh, so I am glad that we we start the season with this symbol because uh, it's a way to say well now thanks to people like her uh, things are changed and um, and now we have indeed many many great female composers that are perf- performed all over and uh, And that's a new standard. I want to play a selection from that piece. And the one we're playing today is a recording by the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra released in 1991. And that was under uh, Leonard Slatkin, who you mentioned. Let's listen.
And that's fanfare for the Uncommon Woman number one. I'm wondering, um, is this a direct response to Aaron Copeland's Fanfare for the Common Man? <laughs> Certainly, of course, the title refer to that, and I, I think it's a, it has a lot of humor, certainly, to a, uh, but, but uh, it's very interesting because this music is so powerful. I'm so excited to uh, start my season with such, such a great piece. And she wrote more, by the way. She wrote many uh, fanfare for uncommon women. And um, uh, uh, at the end, it's interesting, you know, for instance, uh, uh, when you listen to music, you cannot tell if it's composed by a woman by, or a man because music has no gender. And uh, this is inspiring. And the whole season for me is really to help um, uh, being inspired and, 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 and dialogue together. To, uh, I, I started my first season now to speak to the audience at every concert and I had a lot of uh, feedback and I meet a lot of people and I'm so pleased in St. Louis that people uh, just speak to me, you know, be it at Whole Foods, or be that wherever in the restaurant. People recognize you. Well, yes, which is very flattering. But but beyond that, uh, it's a, it's a, it's. I love to discuss and uh, and and that's what I would like to do is to say that music, uh, uh, symphonic music, is relevant to uh, uh, the society of today, and that we can address and discuss indeed the life of today, thanks to the masterworks of the past and of the future. Now you're also leading a two-week festival in November. It's called History. Her Story, Our Future, and it's focused on women who challenge convention and change the conversation. Who are some of these women? Oh, actually, uh, the first one I would say right away, because she's such an iconic figure, is Joan of Arc. Um, as a French, of course, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I, it's a heroine for me. It's like one of the biggest uh, uh, heroes of, uh, of, uh, of, of our culture. And, uh, um, and, and I'm so pleased that for the first time in St. Louis, we will perform a huge oratorio from Honegger called Joan of Arc at stake. And, uh, uh, and it, it's really um, uh, a huge production with actors, with huge chorus, with a children chorus and we have a wonderful cast, and, and so we will celebrate Joan of Arc this way. But also, the, the, the week before, we'll speak about Lola Montez, about Cleopatra. Tell me about a powerful woman. Uh, about Dal Delilah, and of course, Salome. And, and um, some also, except from Carmen, so also some, uh, some, some, some women that are not real uh, historical figures that were just invented for, for, the, for the book. But, uh, but, but, but uh, the, the idea indeed is... Uh, uh, is, is to, to, I love the title of this festival, History, Her Story, Our Future. And there will be a lot of extra events as well linked to that in order to uh, uh, shake our minds and, uh, and, and discuss about, uh, about this and, um, and celebrate those incredible figures. So, so many of these women that you mentioned, you know, Delilah, Cleopatra, I know Carmen is in there. Um, you know, they were such powerful women, but they were also sort of portrayed by the men who wrote about them as being great seductresses. Is this something where, you know, these male composers, when they see a strong woman, they think, wow, this woman is almost too sexy for her own good? You see, we start the conversation. <laughs> and that is exactly what I want. Uh, yes, we have to question historically why uh, men put women in the position that uh, uh, to be to be powerful you had to be seductive and and what means beauty and 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 
and this is really the the kind of question that I would like to to address. I have to say we need to assess the fact that there has been uh, terrible attitudes um, uh, of men, and I'm saying that not lightly right now. Um, to be serious, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely appalled by the fact that a composer I love, Gustav Mahler, mm. dared to say to his new wife, Alma Mahler, who was much younger than him and was a very promising young composer, hey, I'm the composer in the in the family, and now you will take care of the family. This is atrocious. Mm -hmm. And um, and luckily, uh, this is changing, but this festival will be a good way to question that and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and to, to help shape a better society in elevating the voices that try to change it. So you mentioned Joan of Arc, and we actually do have a selection um, that we're going to play for our audience today of Joan of Arc at the stake. Our recording is by the Royal uh, Concert Gebouw in the Netherlands. I understand it was conducted by a very promising composer <laughs> named Stefan Deneuve. Oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a composer. I'm only a conductor. <laughs> a, a conductor. But yes, I, I'm very lucky. Yes. It's one of the best orchestra uh, in Europe, uh, the Concertgebouw Amsterdam. Uh, and I was lucky enough to record such a masterwork with them. I'm in love with the piece and, um, okay, I'll try not to blush, but yes, it's me conducting right now. <laughs> and you picked out this clip for us. Um, it comes from the end of it. It features the chorus and you also hear Joan. Just set the scene for us. What's happening when we come into this part? Oh, my God. This is uh, horrible because it's the, the scene where the flames are burning, indeed, Joan of Arc. And, uh, and, and she's basically... Uh, reacting in, in a heroic way, saying to everybody, well, I'm sacrificing myself, but it's for love. It's just uh, mm -hmm. uh, because there's no bigger love than, uh, you know, dying for the love of somebody. And so it's a, it's a very tense scene. It's a very violent scene, but um, uh, it's a scene that is very fervent in the hope that uh, thanks to her, um, maybe uh, the world can have more love. So this is from Joan of Arc at the stake. Let's listen.
And that's Joan of Arc at the Stake as conducted by Stéphane Deneuve. What are you thinking of as you hear this piece today? Actually, to be honest with you, it's hard to... Uh um, to not be extremely moved because I remember at that moment when I was conducting uh, he's a very inspired and powerful piece and uh, I don't know if you heard the chorus say uh, il y a l'amour qui est le plus fort il y a la joie qui est le plus fort il y a Dieu qui est le plus fort so he said they, 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 you, you hear the chorus saying there is joy there is love there is God which is stronger than anything else it's a bigger force that can save the world and she says I, I, I broke my chains because she's chained of course, to the stake, and, and I'm coming to you, God. And, and it's amazing because, yes, I do believe this is a catharsis that music can offer to put us together and to celebrate joy. And it's very uh, touching for me because this week, the Sanctuary Symphony Orchestra and myself, we are performing the Ninth Symphony of Beethoven, which is an ode to joy. And so it really links to exactly what we heard. It's a, a, another masterwork that, that delivers the same message. Together, we are stronger. So there's some real joy in that, even as Joan is burned. <laughs> that's the catharsis. That's actually what is so beautiful indeed, is that uh, to see that in this moment where everybody would just uh, create some hate for the people giving you this torture and this death, this horrible death, uh, medieval death, I mean, then, then actually sh there is something stronger, which is mm -hmm. the love. And uh, it's, of course, a Christic fig figure. I mean, it's a kind of... Uh, the, 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 yes, it's, it's very overwhelming. And, and I tell you, when you listen to that live, you will never forget it. It's so strong. And um, in addition to all these highlights that we've discussed today, there's also some, some real classics in here. You'd mentioned you're doing Beethoven's Ninth this weekend. Uh, next season, you're going to do Beethoven's Fifth. Oh yes, I mean that's a crowd pleaser right there. <laughs> it is, but it's uh, uh, it's a very interesting symphony which was composed uh, inspired by the revolution, the French Revolution, <laughs> and uh, I'm extremely proud. You know, every program uh, we we have made for next season um, is carefully carefully crafted to have a narrative as well, and and so we will pair that with actually uh, a music of Poulenc, a dialogue of the Carmelite, uh, an, an, uh, except from his opera, which is about the French Revolution and once again the sacrifice of the Carmelites against the, uh, the, the revolution people. And, and, and I'm very pleased to put this together and to help put the Fifth Symphony of Beethoven in a perspective that we don't play it just once more again, but we play it in a context that will uh, deliver a a deeper message, I hope. And of course, this season and next, and that includes uh, Beethoven's uh, Ninth this weekend, you can hear the symphony on St. Louis Public Radio on Saturday nights. Our classical series concerts are a live broadcast from Powell Hall. So, Stéphane Deneuve, music director of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me and hope to see you soon in Powell Hall. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.